All right, people, we have just I, I have probably made the decision to not solo review Madam Web because dedicating an hour to that movie just sounded ridiculous in hindsight. So instead, what I decided to do is bring on my panel of comic book experts in order to talk about the many, many updates that Marvel Comics has assembled recently. While also while also giving you guys the people who are here who have seen Madam Web ample time to shit on the movie. I'm joined by returning people, Mac of Mac Movie Reviews, as I make sure that I'm pointed the right way. <laughs> Agnolo of Agnolo Movie Blogs, Dante, aka Tarantino, and newcomer to the channel, my fellow Meisner trained actor, Karn Kana. Karn, happy to have you on here. Happy to have all of you guys here. This is this is gonna be a fun one, guys. So let me stop talking and get to the intro so we can start talking about this because we got a lot of stuff to cover. All of that and more on tonight's episode of the Talk TV Podcast. All right, guys, what is going on? Like I said, we are going live on Monday night. It is President's Day weekend, which is really weird because schools give off for that and then almost no other company does. It it, it really except, except for your school, Dodger, I was going to say, because your school did not give off for President's Day, which is really weird how that works. But like I said, so originally this episode was to be reserved for the reviewing of Madam Web, or I feel like the more appropriate term would be the review bombing of Madam Web. But the, the, the unfortunate thing is just, I mean, come on. Let, let's all face it. None of the recent Sony solo Spider-Man movies have been good. The Venom movies have not been good. Morbius, I mean, l the less said about that, the better. So instead, I decided we're going to take the first couple of minutes of this episode just to collectively give our thoughts, as I will say, on the movie for the people here who have seen it. Dontre, Mac, Adiolo, if you've got a chance to see it as well. And then we're going to be breaking down a lot of the more recent updates that have dropped about Marvel. Just a few of the, the biggest one probably being the finally confirmation of the Fantastic Four cast, as well as a couple of other casting notices, a couple of other announcements as well, a couple of other dates, you know, reshoots and such like that that are happening all across the movie and TV more. But Mac, I wanted to start with you as one of the first people on this panel who actually saw Madam Web. Just give us the overall, just, you, 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 know, you know what to do here. And, you know, I can't even make a joke to saying it's like the movie of our time, like we did with Morbius, like, I feel like this is like the anti-movie of our time because this is just such a disaster where you can't even joke about it. You just kind of be like, wow, that happened. Like, at least with Morbius, it was fun. And like Jared Leto, you could just make fun of him for being weird in his acting decisions. But like with, with this one, it's just like, who is like, man, we really got to have Madam Web. And we got to mention that. We're in the same universe as Spider-Man, but let's not have any of our Spider-People in here. Instead, we got Spider-Man at home. We have the great Ezekiel Sims going, I have to murder these girls, or they're going to kill me in the future. Like, oh, my gosh. You don't even care about them. Like, Madam Web is just, like, the ending is probably the funniest because it's like, oh, that's cute. They think they're going to do a sequel. That, that shit ain't happening. Madam Web is just... A disaster. That that that's gonna say just a disaster. <laughs> that, 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 I couldn't have asked for a better start off to the episode. Uh Dontre, you're so you said you had maybe a sort of a different take on Madam Web. I, I'll be interested to I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on that. Not it, not like a different take. The movie was god awful. Like <laughs> <laughs> the movie was god awful, hundred percent. But it's just like I saw I can see where they were trying to go with that. Like 
I will see, like I see they're, they're trying to bring in Madam Web because like definitely that character plays a huge part in anywhere you're trying to go with Spider-Man stuff because you're, you're going to need a Madam Web to pop up eventually. Um, but I just think this was just a huge cash grab for just Sydney Sweeney to like either boost her career or this might have just actually like shitted on her career. Yeah, I'm sorry. But like the, 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 the movie that she's got coming out this year. Post just drop Euphoria before. season four. Just drop it. Season three. They haven't season even three, dropped season bad. three yet. And how are they going to do it? Half the cast is like walked or, you know, dead, unfortunately. Like the, the people, the yeah. cast members of that show are dropping like flies. Yeah. But like overall, like I think just the movie could have just been so much better, but or just better than what we got 100%. Like god awful. I don't know why that, that could have just went straight to like streaming services or that could have been like an animated movie or it could or have been not have been made. Or a TV show, or it could be like one of those Disney Plus, like little quick TV shows, like to fill in the spot, like fill in a blank or something like that. It really didn't need to be a movie. It really didn't. Yeah, um, I, th- I think the I think the biggest thing that I've been seeing is how there's now multiple online petitions going on to try and get Sony to just relinquish the rights to Spider Man, which yeah. is yeah, because they're losing money. They're yeah. literally losing money doing yeah, this. Only yeah. people. Because the only movies that have like been profitable for them recently are the animated Spider-Man movies, which the problem is because of how low the budgets are on that. Like, yeah, they do well, but they they can never clear close to a billion those animated movies. So they need to rely on the live action with the gigantic budgets, and they completely flop. Uh, and especially since Madam Web will not be the only one of these Sony movies that we get this year, we'll be getting Craven the Hunter and Venom Three later on this year. Uh, I the power of three actually. The, I will. We will. I. I will. See, we will see if any of those movies actually keep their release dates. Is what I will say. I, I'm confident Craven will. I'm not sure that Venom will. Adolo, yeah, I since since Craven you've got the Madam Web, since you've got the Madam Web backdrop there, have have you got a chance to see this movie, or was that just the theme of the episode tonight? No, I went. I went to see it. I did a review and like I gave it a really for the first time in our count. I was wondering if I should give zero stars to a movie. Wow, that's how much. And you're that's usually how much. like the go-to when it comes to like all like yeah. for every but, part that you get. But, but I think we are seeing this the wrong way. I think this is the most important superhero movie that came out in a long time, because look. This will finally show Sony that they can't like do any money with Spider-Man without mm. the Marvel. And, and 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 that's the thing. I think this is a really important movie because like they did Venom, the movie wasn't great, but it did a lot of money. We all kind of forget that it made a lot of money. The first one, the second one came out, and it was the excuse of the pandemic, and they were like, Oh, it's the pandemic. So if this movie was a success, <clears throat> like they would keep doing these stupid movies like Craven. They're like the trailer looks even worse than this, to be honest. <laughs> and I, I think it's like this will finally just put them to a stop. And now there's been a lot of rumors that they wanted to kind of like speed Spider-Man 4. And they were kind of pushing Marvel to make it faster. And I think now it's going to give the power to Marvel to say, look, you better just calm down because... You can't do anything without us. And I think that so this is movie is really important for us to like kind of get Spider-Man in the in the way it should be. They're doing a great job in animation, so they probably could continue to do that. But the problem here is like, look, the like even even Morbius, uh, they kind of thought that they could make some money out of it. it probably now 
at the time they they didn't thought they made a lot of money but compared with this movie it's like gonna be a shitload of money compared to it so the movie was horrible and like i think sydney sweeney she's gonna be like fine because anyone mm -hmm. but you is making a shitload of money so like she'll still get uh, but, but no one could save this movie it doesn't matter who he was you could get the best cast in the world but it was just like the script and this and this is something i don't understand you go, you go and get the same guy that wrote Morbius. You go and get the same guy that wrote Gods of Egypt. You go and get, and then you expect the movie to be good. <laughs> like, that, that's that's what's most confusing about me is you look at that track records and you say, oh, this is the guy. No, I, I don't get it. But yeah, Bring it's, it it's horrible. Failure Bringing up Gods of failure. Egypt on Black oh, History. Oh yeah, Month I was about crazy. to say that's a that's a tough spot for you. What's, I know that. What's even funnier too with the writers is like this is not even like the first cinematic universe that they kind of fucked up. They were doing Dracula and Told, which oh, is like yeah, another, another one. Another now it's another one. We're just all the boxes for you. That was supposed to be like the start of the Universal's Dark Universe, and that movie wasn't yep. good. I, and then I, like. I <laughs> like, like apparently been scarred by both of those movies. Like I don't know, like, like I, like I don't know, like apparently I read that in 2019, Sony read the script of Morbius. Like, man, this is some good shit. Like, we want you guys for Madam Web. Let's do this. And like, apparently, like they said, yeah. That that'll do, and it's like it's a psychological thriller, and I, I don't know what happened. A psychological thriller with no superhero action that happens outside of flashbacks, and the rest of it is just like them running from this. They don't even have the line in the trailer like he was in the jungle that killed my mom. Like that's not even in the movie. Of course it is. Like, that, said, just, that seemed like a line that was more like eighty yards in the trailer. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, yeah. The, the thing is, if you read you if you read what went behind the like the movie, there, there's like five directors attached to it. Of course, like, as there are one with director. All three like like people to, like assistant directors and then there's like an additional director so there's five directors to this movie so that's bad what can you sounds, expect? sounds like a typical superhero production to me but oh there's... come on yeah so yeah so 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 karn yeah so you you had a pretty impressive alternate pitch that already sounded way better than anything that we got in this movie so yeah so me me and dom kind of workshop this idea first of all how, why was the movie not about Spider-Woman? Keep the same budget. Do you know how much more money that would have made by having a movie about Spider-Woman? You're only focusing on Sydney Sweeney, so you only have to pay her salary. Have the villain be Mr. Negative. The whole movie should take place in 24 hours where she's on the hunt for her daughter, right? Get the director for the first Deadpool, Tim Miller. Super contained movie. And have Sam Raimi maybe directed as well. Like, that's what I just didn't understand. I'm like, you have, like, you have one of your A players is just being on the sidelines, and it just doesn't make any sense. Like, this is I a significant care. Spider-Woman is not the main character, but Madam Web is. Like, that's what I just don't understand. I think yeah, there's a Spider-Woman project You don't see it. The Sony, the Sony head is, we're going to set four movies with this. We're gonna have Spider Web, Spider Woman. Like that is that is their way of thinking. Let's see how many movies we can kick out of this. And this was the idea. I bet they wanted to do a, a movie for each of the girls, a movie yeah. for that because they can't. This is what we forget. They only have the rights to Spider Man, and yeah. and it's one hero, and they have to make up this shit where we get Craven and we get. Morbius and stuff because they don't have anyone else to make movies about and 
And that's the, like their idea is to try and make as many like these stupid stories and they're not thinking in the big picture. And I completely agree with you. I think that if if they had the patience and they build up on it, they would probably do something good. But they don't have the patience and they show that. And, and, and this is the rumors that they now want to speed up the next Spider-Man. Because they need to make some money because it's the only well, fucking personal. thing that they have yeah. to make money. Yeah. So Well, it, it actually kind of dovetails and ties in nicely with the first of, like I said, the recent Marvel updates. Because like I said, Marvel Studios has been releasing a ton of updates about their upcoming slate of movies. Which is that, obviously, that there's been a lot revealed about Spider-Man 4. That a lot of the behind-the-scenes conflicts of it, similar to what happened when they were making Far From Home. When basically Tom Holland was basically having to act as an emissary between Disney and Marvel. When Sony, between sorry, between Disney and Sony, when Sony almost backed out of the deal. Is that Sony wants this next Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 4, which will kind of be the setup to this to their next Tom Holland trilogy to be more of a multiversal calamity, which will involve an, a, a Kang variant as well. While Marvel Studios and Disney wants to keep it more of a street-level centered thing that would more than likely see Spider-Man and Daredevil team up in order to take out Kingpin, which would then also still lead into Kang Dynasty, as well as the fact that now this was a little bit more kind of I would say up in the air as far as that goes. But as of right now, the plan is still to do Kang Dynasty and the plan is to recast. But I also heard a separate news story that Secret Wars, they were planning on splitting into two movies as well, not just one. So now I'm not sure if, if Secret Wars Part 1 and 2 is supposed to replace Kang Dynasty or if it's going to be Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars Part 1 and 2. I'm not sure about that. So, But with that being said, and that's also not included the complete creative overhaul of Daredevil that we have seen recently as well, which also brings back... Frank Castle, the Punisher, brings back Karen and Foggy, who previously were not in this new iteration, as well as introducing the characters of White Tiger, uh, who they've already revealed. And, of course, Karen, how can I forget? Your guy, Bullseye, as well, um, from Season 3. Pretty much actually making the Netflix shows canon as well. There was also the rumors the of several other characters. Fan I've seen in years. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm, like, yeah. I'm obsessed oh, with the, the, this guy. Yeah, this guy is obsessed with Bullseye, indeed. So, with all that being said, just about that stuff before we even get into Fantastic Four. What are your guys' thoughts on it, Karn? I know you've been really eager to talk about it, so we'll start with you. About so Daredevil about, or Fantastic Four? Dare, uh, Daredevil, Daredevil, and Spider Man. All right, so. Look, I mean, everything I'm seeing is great. I don't know how to feel about... Look, you have season three setting up Bullseye as the main villain, right? Season four was going to be about Bullseye reusing the costume that he was given, spray painting it, suiting up. The whole... I mean, Charlie Cox even confirmed it. He was like, I was really excited to see Wilson Bethel suit up. Based on those photos, I really hope that's a starter costume because that is not... that is from one issue of a Bullseye comic. That is not Bullseye. Mm -hmm. There's no, and I, this is what I hated about the Netflix series. I do love them, but I hate that they're so against logos. Like, let's just give them the logos. There was like this Photoshop image of Daredevil in his new suit, and they put the double D symbol, and it looks great. So I'm like, just do some, like, look, we get that you're trying to connect it to the Netflix series, but that costume no one was thrilled to see. We've already seen him in the Netflix suit. Let's talk about the evolution, right? Let's sure. make it a little bit closer because it's like you're just giving him the Shang-Chi suit and just spray painting it red, you know? It's like I, I just wish that they, maybe the cowl was different. I don't know. And I wish that Bullseye gets a proper suit because that isn't that does not look like Bullseye. I don't know if it looks like one of the members of the hand. 
So you're saying you didn't like the ketchup and mustard suit from She-Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they're they're pretending like that shit never happened. Like I'm pretty sure they're retconning She-Hulk out of existence. Like Katya was like straight up quit. That's the spicy brown mustard. I, I was like, mustard. bro, they, they made our man's walk of the hall of barefoot, the the walk of shame with the full on costume on in broad daylight. I'm like, that, that just, tree that just violated so many rules, like so many rules right there. I know, and I'm like, how does he afford all those suits? It's Matt Murdock. Like, you have the yellow yeah, suit. Yeah, you've got the fucking like the suit. That's the yeah. second suit, right? And then well, you have. did they say that his dad left him a lot of money when he died? It was, was it that the thing that was established in the show? No, because he was a fighter, right? Yeah, he yeah. Was like a... but, he, but he had money left aside to like make sure that Matt was taken care of. Oh, law school and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he's a really good lawyer, so he can afford all that. All right. Yeah. And I guess a he did. Lot, a lot of pro bono work. He took the no, but he took the foggy case. Yeah. Hmm. All right, but still, you know, it's like. Yeah. Did, was the yellow suit ever explained? By the way. Just that it was no, made by the same guy who made She Hulk's costume. That's really that was that was basically the explanation. Um, and I I was asking. I remember me and Dom were talking about this a lot. We we're like, what happened to because Bullseye has the suit at the end of season three. Where is mm -hmm. it? Where the fuck is it? Yeah, but this I is mean, the thing. We still, we still didn't saw the show, so we don't know what's going to yeah. happen. I don't think that's going to be the suit. I think, yeah, it's going to be a starter up, and then they'll they'll have a, like more of a comic book suit by the end, or he's going to sure. change the one he has. But this this is the thing again. Like this is the internet. We see one photo from the thing, and we all like already like, where's the fucking suit? Where's the suit? Like it's one photo. Like the guy could have been like have laundering day and the, the other suit is not like where's the stars and stripes yeah exactly <laughs> and i'll say this as far as photos on the internet go normally i i don't pay them too much credence but i do get slightly tight when photos are already spoiling shit that's gonna happen in the show where they're making a big deal that white tiger is being introduced and, and born again right they shrunk the like i said when they did the creative overhaul at the end of last year after the strikes were finally resolved uh, they rebooted it. They shrunk the episode count to, I believe, nine is what it's going to be now, right? They brought back Karen and Foggy and that the Punisher is going to have a pretty big part. But they show a still of the Punisher cap and white tiger at the, end of, at the end logo, of the season. By the way. Right, with the Punisher. So I'm like, why are you so, spoiling your own show and behind-the-scenes stills? Like, already? I, I, I mean, I love the Punisher. Like, I know that's, like, a uh, controversial take with his logo and everything. But first of all... It don't fucking matter. Punisher's fucking awesome. I think that's my favorite Netflix show next to Luke Cage. But like, I'm I've always been scared of how they will bring in the Punisher to the Disney MCU because you know Disney has very uh, interesting ways of being like, we're just gonna tone this down a little bit. So it's like bringing that and to be like, don't worry, well, Daredevil's gonna be kind of like the Netflix show, but not really. And like, I don't know. I mean, we're getting Deadpool three, so like. I yeah. feel like that's more Ryan Reynolds because they changed anything. He probably would have quit. Right. Well, I think from maybe... what I heard is that they were active. There, there, there was a lot of active back and forth between Ryan Reynolds and Disney over Deadpool three. Like a lot, like yeah. a lot of combating. Well, there. Why, why did he fired the writers from uh, what's it called? Remember, he, well, he, he brought, brought back, back the writers from the first two. Recently. And there's a writer for She Hulk too. Yeah, there yeah. were these two writers. They worked on something, and then yeah. Ryan Reynolds fired them. Brought back yeah. the original writers. Yeah. But like I don't like I don't know this Daredevil show. I'm not really excited for it because like I'm gonna just say this when I tell people I'm 24. 
when I was like 15, 16, 17, 18, when the Netflix shows were at the peak. And I always told people that was like when Marvel was at its peak with the like the streaming shit. Because on Netflix, it was like our own little world. It's still connected to the MCU, but it was like we were down on the trenches and everything like that. So like it made those shows like this little intimate show be like, hey, let me get into another world. And like I like the shows and like to have them come into the mainline MCU, you're like, you're not really have that aesthetic with that and then with the whole sony spider-man thing at what point if you're kevin feige or disney where you just be like go to sony like listen shut the fuck up uh we have the power we have more money we could buy you if we wanted to uh mm. so you're gonna have spider-man 4 um unless you want us to uh take you out back and everything because like at what point you're like listen like we can just buy you like you could you could keep doing the fox method or just keep releasing movies to keep the rights or we can just buy you so what do you want to do? I just want to think about the implications of Disney owning Sony, which gives them oh, obviously PS4. Everything. Which it's implications of that. Like Paramount's already looking to merge with Universal. Fucking Disney's got Fox, potentially Sony. You got Warner off on the road. It, it's literally the formation of the fucking it, it's demolition, man. It's the it's the super companies. It's Dumb, yeah, you were if they're buying, if they're buying Sony, uh, if they're buying Sony, they're not buying PlayStation, they're buying Sony Studios. That was the offer. That they oh, okay, okay, okay. So they're only buying Sony Studios. I'd rather they, like, they wouldn't have like they wouldn't spend that much money to buy the old fucking Sony. They what's what's funny too also is that outside of the Spider-Man, there's a lot of Sony properties that I feel like would almost do better under Disney, but there's also a lot of properties that probably would not. Also, like uh, I don't know, in a weird way, it's like could Disney resurrect Men in Black? Like, could they do that well? Would they actually be able to make Ghostbusters good? But 22, 22 Jump Street, Men in Black. Yeah. 20, 20, 20. yeah. <laughs> Well, they already tried that. Ironically, they already tried that as well. They That's a crazy that. collab. That I would like to see that. No, no, yes. no they were going to do that. That was going to No, happen. they were. It was, was going to yeah. be a Jump Street Men in Black collaboration, and it never happened because Jonah Hill was not on board, from what I heard. I think with Men in Black International, that actually has some remnants of what was going to be between the crossover because Chris Hemsworth was tied oh, yeah. to that that crossover because i remember that came out during the sony hacks and like yeah man, that's the, right. those, that's those right. sony hacks like looking back at them now it's kind of scary how accurate like yeah they the, predicted what? damn near everything that came out for so how, for how like, is like it, five years after how that. is it that sony can have like a great like miles morales movies and we're praising them but then like a year before they release like the emoji movie like what like this is yeah. like the most like this is like levels of DC, well, we how remember, they can start off great well, and then just like end off shit. In, in, the, in the case of the animated Spider-Man movies, though, we have to take into consideration the creators. Like, that's not Sony. That's Phil Lord and Chris yeah. Miller. Oh, yeah, that's and true, everything yeah. that those guys touch to basically turns to gold. So, like, those guys have, like, the, the, like the fact that they basically have not missed for, like, 15 years straight since, like, Clive and the champ Chance of Meatballs is kind of insane. If you even want to go further back, like, the original Clone High that they worked on pre-Clive with the Chance. Like, they really haven't missed those two. So you're forgetting solo. Uh, <laughs> you mean the movie still counts. They, you mean the movie that that they left and that basically I still do not yeah. believe for a second that they use any of the footage that they shot. Well, but they still they still got involved. They're still they were, they were involved barely, and then probably left it. But guys, so th so that's kind of what we're looking at there. Uh, the other big thing that I wanted to bring up as well with you, Dante. So. Kang, right? Like, man, Marvel really does not seem to know what to do with him. Like, Majors, like, first of all, I love how they were under the pretense of, like, oh, we're going to wait until the court case is over with before we announce, um, <laughs> before before we announce these five. I'm like, 
they they knew they knew what they were yeah. doing the minute that shit was announced they're like oh they kept pushing back the court case i'm like none of this is going to make a difference they're just waiting to fire him you know and so so like well what are they going to do i heard a rumor that that they were going to that they were considering john david washington mm-hmm. from tenet yeah. which great action star other than black Klansman, i still don't know how convinced i am of him like it just being in terms of like being able to match jonathan majors in terms of like pure um, I would say pure charisma, but like Dontre, what, 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 who, who are we thinking? What, what are they doing with Kang, if anything? No, I think, and it's unfortunate to what happened to Jonathan Majors. It really is. Um, but I think the problem was, and this case, they used the case to cover it up. I think they realized after Ant Man three that the Kang thing was fucked, and with everything happened, it was like, oh, we got a scapegoat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Not, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know what i'm saying so it's like i think i think even for where we are in the, the current mcu standard removing comic book stuff we just killed Thanos. there's no way you're touching kang right now i really think they should have just did doom to set a lot of things up right and then i mean they were already kill. clearly gonna build to doom since the angle was secret wars right? right so that was already confusing enough i'm like what was it gonna be kang behind secret wars too but also now the fact that they're kind of doing what they were already basically hinted that they were gonna do which they're introducing doom and fantastic four like he's not gonna be the main villain but he's gonna be introduced in that and like they had right. kang variants set up for all these movies like they had one that was gonna be in spider-man 4 that was gonna be in fantastic four that was gonna be in uh i'm forgetting the uh, in shang chi 2 whenever that i i believe dr strange 3 as well there was a rumor that he was gonna be in that that there was gonna be one in that too yeah. it's like they, they really See? screwed the pooch because i mean Dodger, you and i were talking about this earlier like last year with ant-man and loki how they yeah. literally set it up as to where not only was he going to be the guy that was everywhere, and basically, essentially, they were trying to set him up as, like, the new Downey Jr. in terms of, like, being everything that the MCU wrote, revolved around going forward, mm-hmm. but also the fact that they didn't really do a good job of showing, like, what his plan was or how he was going to be a good villain, considering that the last mm-hmm. time we saw him, he got defeated by fucking ants and then turned into string cheese in uh, Loki Season 2. What is it with Marvel and turning these guys into string cheese? I don't get it. See, but- I, don't, I still don't think... The plan is to do Kang as the main villain because my fan theory still is that it's Doom and then it's going to be Galactus. Because well, Galactus, like, they the one- said, is already going to be the villain in Fantastic Four. So I wouldn't be surprised if Galactus ends up being a one off that sets up for Doom being the big. I, I still think Galactus should have been, he's the only one that's like matches the power of what Thanos right. had to be like that extinction level event. Well, if you're going to do. Well, well, the, the, well, the thing about Secret Wars, right, and I'm glad that you brought this up, right, is because they're more than likely doing the 2015 run of Secret Wars, which is the one that involves Molecule Man and the Beyonders, which is where they have Doom and Strange, right, use Molecule Man in order to reformat the universe in order to save it, but also so Doom can take control of it and, like, literally remake all the universe into le- into Battle World. And the whole thing that they said is that, and Karn can also back me up on this, because the leaks that we were talking about last year, the fact that the main characters are going to be, it's Toby Spider-Man, Wolverine, Deadpool, they're all going to be like main players along with some of the current MCU main characters um uh, uh Anthony Mackie being one Letitia Wright being another one Spider-Man is 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 going to be a main one uh they're still trying yeah. to figure out if and how they can bring back any of the Guardians of the Galaxy if any they still have yet to introduce Nova and Wonder Man who I know they're working on as well so you've got all of this to consider building into Secret Wars and that also kind of ties it with a casting announcement that was just recently announced which is that Henry Cavill was announced to have made oh, it all Marvel 
Right. Well, a lot of people were theorizing. They're like, oh, is he going to be Dr. Doom? Is he going to be yeah, some of no. the other guys? He's not going to be Doom for sure. Like, no. I can tell you right now. I mean, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to say the least. But honestly, I, I think Karn's no. got it. I think it's going to be Captain Britain. Because yeah, he's going to be Captain also- Britain for sure. Like, since the day one, he's like one of his favorite comic books. And he's like, in they already wanted to do Doctor Strange 3. He, he was also speeding it up. So I think he's going to be part of that because it's more the magical thing. So he's not going to be Doctor Doom. There's no way that he's going to be. That's John Carlo's role to take for Doctor Doom, I think. Oh, you think it could be John Carlo? Because John Carlo, like, who do you want to, like, why would they want to get a voice actor? They, they should get a voice actor. But I feel like with anyone, like, watching The Boys or even Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, like, John Carlo just has that presence of, like, oh, I want to hear what he has to say because I feel when I think of Doom, I think of someone who's like very just, just he has the presence, even with his voice. And just I think with John Carlo, I think that could work for them. For There's Doom. an actor that I wish they would have used, but they used him for Doctor Strange one. Matt Nicholson. Yes. Yeah. He would have been Nicholson a was one. Well, he it's funny. a great dude. Well, I'll tell you who he, also is one of my it was my ideal casting when they fucked up by giving him the thankless role in Captain Marvel before they unceremoniously killed him off in Secret Invasion. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn. Ben, ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. No, he would have. And he's actively talked about like how awesome of a character Doom is and how much he wants to play him. What, so like, you they know, did him fucking dirty there. What, what's funny with Mads Mikkelsen is that I read is that he actually auditioned for I think it was Reed Richards for Fantastic Four and he said he hated the audition so I think it was just really was, yeah, yeah he's, he's not the only it. one a lot of people did not like the auditioning process you know like they were convinced it's going to be Jill and Hall they're like oh it's going to be Adam Driver like so many oh, people dude. and then they finally went with and then they finally went with Pascal who like I said is just apparently the go-to guy which I guess that leads us into it guys we finally have a cast it only took them fucking, like, what, eight months, nine months longer than What's when it? they said they were originally going to drop it, but we finally have a cast. We have a cast for Fantastic Four. I got to say so, I gotta say one thing before I leave. I just yeah. got to very quickly get into it. Um, this is my last thing. I It feels like you if, uh, if you went on AI or ChatGBT and you typed in Fantastic Four cast, it seems like I don't think anyone was thrilled to see it. I think these are all great actors, but I think the synergy, I don't know if that's 100% there. It's not there. And I think that I I, I think we would have all been, I know you, Dom, was saying that you would have been more excited about Joan Hall, I as well. Yeah, Joan Hall just would have been a more interesting choice. And and I told you they cast the wrong Joe from Stranger Things. It should have been Joe Curie as Human Torch. Steve Harrington, not fucking Eddie. Yeah, one of those things. Baker Montgomery as well would have been good. But anyway... Anyway, Jim and Ollie will still be back as Mysterio, so they couldn't cast him. Yeah, so. but that was still a one-off thing. That's the thing. And, and they already said that this version of the Fantastic Four is not going to be in the universe. So, Karn, I know you got to get out of here. Thank you for making it on, and uh, I'll have you back on at some point soon for sure. This has been Thank a lot you. of fun. Thank you. Bye, guys. Of course. All right. No, you know, you know what's funny with Fantastic Four is that I think it was on here the last time we talked about it, how they were like, it's going to take place in the 60s, and I'm like, Right. How's this going to work? Are they going to bring them from the 60s to the current day and be like, Reed, you can't say that word, man. It's the 2020s. Well, I believe, (laughs) well, I believe, well, probably, yeah, because that's the type of humor that they do. But also, uh, more than likely, that's how, if the original plan for the script, because I know that they're doing reshoots as well, if the original plan for the script was for that to be 
uh, for Kang variant to be involved, that more than likely that's how time travel will be involved. Because the whole thing that they said is that it's going to be a spacefaring uh, time traveling odyssey where they would travel outside the dimension. So whether the plan was to have it simply be a prequel to the MCU, right, taking place in between, say, the first Captain America and when we know a majority of the events like prior to the mainstream MCU happened in like the 70s and 80s with you know everything that happens with Captain Carter then later Captain Marvel with the 90s and and, and everything you know young Hank Pym and such um or if it's supposed to be there in a completely separate universe who then through meandering of Kang and or Galactus and whoever they end up fighting end up in the main Marvel universe I don't know what the plan is right now the only thing we know is the 60s aesthetic and the cast announcements the first, yeah, but that's why. Sorry, but, oh, no. but that's why I think the the plan was all along Doctor Doom being the big bad guy in Secret Wars. But they needed Kang in the middle to mm. bring those guys in. I think this was always the plan. They made mm. out Kang as being like the big bad guy because they wanted to take attention from what was coming. But they need Kang to bring the X Men. They bring Kang to bring all those people into the universe. Because they don't really have another way to bring them in. So I think Fantastic Four is going to be that. Is they're going to get them from another time, from whatever, and then going to come in. If we saw the Marvels, we already saw that in another universe we have the X-Men. So, And that's why they can't drop Kang now. Because they're going to need Kang to connect all the dots. Because there's no other way to get all those people in the same place. So, like, Fantastic Four is, is that. It's probably going to be a a one-off and with the, and in the end when they defeat Galactus or something, they're going to be turned into coming into this universe or something like that. So it's, it's going to, it's going to be all connected because of Kang. So they're not going to drop it. And one of the, of the things is who they're going to cast. I, I don't know. Because well, well, the thing is, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the other big rumor. So, Dante, remember how I was torturing you last year that the rumor that was that Antonio Banderas was going to be voicing Galactus? That's crazy. That is. They no, have a. They have a. Them. They have a new Hispanic. They have a new Hispanic that they are considering now. One Javier Bardem, aka Stilgar, yeah. from Dune, aka Shigur from No Country for Old Men, and I'm like, wow, the pinnacle Man, I- of Javier Bardem's career that he is going to be playing giant. And this time we're not getting gas cloud Galactus. We're getting comic accurate well, okay. giant Let, purple suit wait, Galactus. Wait, I will defend Rise of Silver Surfer. And this is the only time you'll hear me Fish say burn. it. The Fish Dust Bunny from Space? Surfer. No, <laughs> shut, shut up, shut up. No, okay. I will, let me defend it. I give them credit because that isn't like a cloud. He's supposed to be in the cloud because they were planning on revealing him in the next oh. movie. And like, because... The VFX, the artists, they're like, they had the hints of Galactus. And like, when you go back and watch, you kind of see like the helmet shape. And that was the plan. Like, it's dumb, but I I can understand where they're coming from. But, you know, I I want Galactus, like I said, I want Galactus in the MCU. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know this. Did you know that in Thor 11 Thunder that there was a cut scene where Natalie Portman would have killed a Galactus variant? When she was like, yeah, there's like a cut scene. Like this is Where, like behind... I, 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 when when they go to like Olympus with all the other gods there. There's like a how she went on adventures as Mio, with Mjolnir. She oh, like was okay, okay. and like you know. But if Javier Bardem is Galactus, man, I can't wait for him to be like go up to the Fantastic Four. like, what's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? He just freaking like uses Pluto as like a quarter, and <laughs> you like, yeah, like that's that's. There's only one reason why I want Galactus. I don't care for Galactus. I care what happens to him and who comes out after Galactus. All I want is a Nihilus and the Annihilation Wave. Right, right. And 
Quasar. So like if Fantastic if the point of Fantastic well, Four don't we is already have Quasar technically in Guardians 3? Was wasn't she introduced? She was the little girl yeah, in the end of she, Guardians 3. Yeah. By yeah. Lavelle? Yeah. So the only reason why is because if they defeat Galactus, they can't really kill him. They just Reed finds out about the negative zone and just throws him in the negative zone. But Annihilus is in there and he starts to eat Galactus and then the Annihilation Wave comes. And but there's already too many things that's been fucked up already. Yeah. The destruction of Xandar, because we got that with Thanos apparently just blew up Xandar, getting the power stuff on. Right. Although, so, although I have heard that that that, that whole sequence of Thanos uh, blowing up Xandar is rumored to play a part in the in the Nova show as well, because that's going to be like what motivates Nova. I'm scary. I'm scared about Nova because the writer who wrote, um, what's it called? Fuck. Uh, I'm losing my mind here. They came on Netflix, on Disney Plus. What? Why can't I? Moon Knight. There Moon Knight. He wrote Moon Knight, and I wasn't really a big fan of Moon Knight. And Nova is like my second favorite character compared to Iron Man. So it's like you ruin that character with already there's so much like bullshit going on, especially with the introduction of Xandar in the first Guardians movie. Like, there was like, where's Nova? And then Daenerian Day showing up in that movie. It was like, which is being John C. Riley. And I'm just like, that's just dumb. But yeah, and then that's just a one off, and then that character gets killed right. off screen. Right. So it's like there's already so many things of remnants of Nova. If you do it wrong, you're gonna tarnish a huge fan. And it's like I know like for the Nova show that's in development the huge argument right now between the writer and like showrunner people is that are they doing kid nova or are they doing adult nova but i was like you don't get kid nova if you don't have adult nova because it's his helmet that the younger nova gets so it's like i'm very i'm very scared about nova so i try not to pay attention to it at all yeah that's fair that's fair and also the other bit of casting about fantastic four before we wrap up and go on to the next topic is the con not the the semi-auto confirmation so right so recently it was revealed that anya taylor joy was cast in the secret role of uh princess uh what's her name of uh, alita who is paul's atreides sister in dune part two uh, there's a very kind of interesting backstory about that character is what I will say. And now it is being heavily rumored that she will be portraying a female variant of the Silver Surfer in this movie. So how, how do we feel about that one? Is that just like Woke Disney trying to be woke again? Well, I yeah, mean, Woke Disney has kind of made uh, that known. The rumors I heard is that she's not going to play a female version of Silver Surfer. She's gonna play one of Galactus. Uh, Galactus is other heralds. Yeah, oh, the, the the girl that's on fire that ends up falling in love with the Human Torch. So she's oh. gonna be. So oh. so she's not gonna be. She's not gonna be a female Silver Surfer. Okay. She, what was her name? The one that was on fire. That like it was. Oh, so and she man. falls in love. So I think that has logic because they can do that with. That Fantastic makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So it's um, not a, like uh, because the the rumors lately is that they are trying to cast because that's one of the chances they were saying Eric Eric Cavill because like they they trying to get someone to play the Silver Surfer. So I think we're gonna get both. It's not just it, gonna be Eric Cavill the Silver Surfer would be sick. That would be cool. I think he, I think Silver Surfer is getting his own show too. If I heard the rumor, yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna get the own show on the on. Is that Disney. before or after? 
yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's not uh, translated. Gotcha. Yeah. No. But what they were and saying like, is going to be a one, uh, one year, like they did with the werewolf. Uh, so oh, why not? One, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah the so it's going to be one like special. movie short, like special, whatever. Mm, okay. Got it. I mean, got it. like, who's like? I like. I like the Silver Surfer 90s show, like the cartoon. So I do like the character Silver Surfer. And the only one we've had him was literally Lawrence Fishburne as sick him. voice, by the, the way. Sick yeah, voice. Good voice. So I think you need, you need someone who is, I guess, can play that. Just have Keanu Reeves play Silver Surfer. Just screw it. Just get Keanu Reeves. Yeah, they, I know they've been wanting Keanu Reeves, and I know no. they've been wanting. Ryan Gosling desperately, but they but they're but they're trying to figure out like the right role, and Gosling is just not entertaining anything with like Marvel Disney right now. He, he will not. He will, he'll do. It. Yeah, Gosling is a little bit like. Gosling, I think Gosling, I think is going to be the uh, Ghost Rider. I think that. Yeah, but like, my my thought on that is is like they already have the guy from Agents of Shield. Why wouldn't they just use him? Because he didn't die in Agents of Shield, right? Yeah, because it's not Ryan Gosling. But Ryan Gosling it's not. Everyone wants Johnny Blaze first before you get. Oh, before you get. Uh, what's before you get him, yeah. yeah. Remember, we, we almost had that with Dr. Strange's Multiverse of Madness because everyone was going to be in that movie and then like, everything got cut yeah, out. So we almost had out. it. So I don't know. Maybe I, I did like that variant of Ghost Rider because it's like I tell people, I'm like, you know, the one we're all familiar with is Nicolas Cage, Johnny Blaze. Like, he's the most well-known Ghost Rider, but a lot of people who are younger they know more about the new the reyes right at, the at, although yeah. i will say just the fact of it's like i don't think again this just shows like how dumb they've been but i don't think sony which who i believe was the studio that put out the those two nicholas cage led ghost rider movies i don't think they understood like what what they had with nicholas cage as ghost rider and even though those movies weren't that good just the idea of that casting like i think that's kind of one of the more subtly underrated castings that like people I, didn't realize they had when they had the first one's good the second one's all right. Yeah, the second, the second one's one. bad. The second one is, I, I, I still can't make heads or tails of that movie. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but real quick before we get off. So the Fantastic Four cast, right? Pascal, Vanessa Kirby, Joseph Quinn, and Evan Moss backrack. Again, good actors, not feeling the synergy between them at all. I feel like it's no. going to be like, 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 like people passing each other by in the night. Like I said, they got the wrong Joe from Stranger Things. Vanessa Kirby, again, solid, but like I, I need to see what kind of chemistry these guys are going to have. Like, Pedro Pascal and Evan Moss backrack. Like, I, I I think there's like I don't know how much of an age difference there is between them, but that's like enough to where it's like I don't necessarily know if I buy them as being childhood friends, you know. So that's so, so there's that whole thing. So yeah, yeah. work their ass off for that one. Yeah, they really could either. This could either be a good chemistry of like the original like 2005 movie, or it could be like the anti chemistry of the 2015 movies. Though this yeah, is going to go either way, especially because oh, we know that. Fantastic Four is kind of a cursed property. Also, like I said, weirdly that this is they only seem to be able to put out like a new Fantastic Four movie every 20 every 10 years because it was 2005, then 2015, and now this one's going to be released in 2025. Uh so yeah, so, so we're, it's going to be interesting to see if they can the, finally the thing nail is, this one. when when was the last time? Come on, even we, when even when the movies are not good, when was the last time that Marvel did the bad casting? True. This is uh, true. Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Well, I I don't know about that. And even like <laughs> oh, Marvel, Ben Affleck is Daredevil. Yeah, but no, that's pre MCU though. We're talking like no, no, no. I'm saying M I'm saying MCU. Oh, MCU. Oh, MCU. Yeah, just I'm MCU. saying MCU. When was the last time? Like we always got this weird. Oh, I got it. Uh, Finn Finn Jones is Iron Fist. Them. I didn't mind him as Iron Fist. That was them. That was last at the time. I'm. 
them as so the thing is always come out with this weird people to cast and we all lie before we see the movies we all always think oh my god what are they doing and then when we see the i i think they took this long to cast them i i think they saw something the only one i'm not sure is that it's joseph quinn i think the other three will will work well him i i don't know the only thing i saw of him is stranger things and like i don't know uh he's gonna be in quiet place day one this year as well and gladiators too Yes, yes, he'll be in that as well. So he, he'll have a couple chances to really prove himself. I, would I love think they're probably Mascal instead of him, but yeah, but Paul Mascal, I, I think, was another guy that like he's not interested in doing any big budget like superhero parts. I think they he's are just making, they are baking on Joseph Quinn's like celebrity status from Stranger Things. This is a lot of his fans came from that, and they yeah. were hoping to probably get them into the theater because, you know, who, who I know people thought Zach Efron may have been Human Torch. I thought yeah, it would have been awesome. Yeah, but then, yeah, if it was like five years ago, but I think Efron's like, he's he still looks young, but he, he's a little too old is the thing. Yeah, but I, I, I'll I give it the cast a shot. Like, yeah. I, like I said, Pedro Pascal, he is like the Thanos right now. He's got like DC, he's got Marvel, he's got Star Wars, Game of Thrones, like he's everywhere. And, you know, Vanessa Kirby, and you know, DC, I, don't forget, uh, you know, villain in Wonder Woman 84. Uh, who can forget that? And but like, I don't know. Video game franchise right now, too. And Last of Us as yeah. well. Yep. So, He's got I don't it know. All. I'm just excited. I do like Fantastic Four, but it is cursed because for Christ's sakes, like, but, like I'm going to put it in perspective. The most comic book accurate Fantastic Four film is we've the had is, No, the 90s one oh, by um, yeah. Roger Corman, Roger which I've Corman seen one. Yep. multiple yep. times. And it's the most comic accurate one. And it, this one. I'm praying to God that it doesn't oh. have the same like phrasing, but you know, the 2000 movies weren't that bad, but the 2015 yeah, they, they one, really I, are, I, like I said, when that 2015 one was so bad, it's horrible. Like, dude, yeah, I rewatched like, that movie during ones, like they, they were pretty fun. I think we they, all, they were fun, yeah. I, I really don't Which, like, they were amazing. I really don't hate those movies. Those I really cast, don't. Oh, come on, other, like, than the, other than the dude who they got as Mr. Fantastic, like the casting for those movies was pretty hey, spot on. He wasn't bad he, though. No, he I didn't like him. I did not like him. They should have brought him right in the role. They should have brought him back for the variant for Doctor Strange: Multiverse Madness. Because that like, I agree with. That and then you like, should have casted the, John Krasinski as fucking. Yes, because the Krasinski thing was just confused because it's this whole other variant that that just that just gets killed off. It's like that what? was just for fan service. I think Feige just said that was for fan service because yeah. like yeah, no, but like it, no, it was, everyone wanted everyone wanted to see him. Everyone wanted yeah, to everyone wanted to see Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. And yeah, yeah. You that really did. You really could have did that, and you really fucked it up. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, so we're going to be moving on real quick. So as of right now, um, at the, the dates as they stand, we still have Brave New World. Like I said, we, we still the only MCU movie that's set to come out in 2024 is Deadpool 3. We have Brave New World still set to hit Black History Month a year from now, February of 2025. Uh, no, no, it, it was retitled to Brave New World. Wait, New right. World yeah. Order. <laughs> NWO for life. Fucking NWO. crazy. NWO. Fucking crazy. If I don't see someone get DDT'd in there, I'm walking out. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they, apparently <laughs> you got Seth Rollins in there come on now you he's cut actually, no he's no, cut they cut him they cut him they like thanks you got the world heavyweight champion in the new Marvel movie his entire character's cut love it Marvel love it I'm a wrestling fan so I've been this keeping movie up with is an absolute disaster to the point that they are reshooting entire sections of it they're trying to they are trying to make it more of a new Avengers setup movie and yeah it's just, wait like, did it 
Is Steven Yu, he he quit, right? Well, so that's what we're getting to, right? Is okay. that so yeah, we have a couple he, new announcements? Yeah. So Thunderbolts and Fantastic Four officially switch dates. Thunderbolts will now be opening the first weekend of May 2025, and Fantastic Four will now be opening in July of 2025. Blade is still tentatively set for November of 2025, but they are heavily expecting to, to shift that as they do more reshoots and it supposedly Mahershala Ali likes what the script is. So they are also expecting to push Fantastic Four from the summer to November, which has also been a pretty big good spot for Marvel recently. But the biggest thing about Thunderbolts, right, you you were right, Max. Steven Yeun is officially out at Century, and Lewis Pullman, Bill Pullman's son from, uh, what's it called? What was he in? I believe he was uh, from Bad Times, DL Royale, uh, Top Gun Maverick, and was just recently seen in this uh, Tribeca movie that I saw called The Line. He will be replacing Steven Yeun as the Sentry for the Thunderbolts. Like I said, that movie will basically be revolving around uh, a mission to they're they're finally going to acknowledge the giant celestial head that's been sticking out of the Indian Ocean since Eternals, where because <laughs> that will. Three years and no one has ever mentioned. Oh, no, by the like, time this movie comes back, by the time this movie comes out, it'll have been four years. That there's like that a big ass just, just doing. Nobody's like, acknowledging. Nobody. The, 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 the timeline is all fucked. The timeline is completely fucked because even within the realm of the MCU, you have like an entire fucking two years in the past. Because right now the MCU is currently taking place in 2025, so the MCU is currently two years ahead of where we are in real time because of the Thanos snap. So it's 2026 right now in the uh, in, in the MCU. So we 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 have that to consider as well. Um, the odds of Blade getting delayed indefinitely are not surprising. The other big thing also is that Mark Ruffalo cannot seem to figure out if he's in Bra Brave New World, or sorry, New World Order, or not. And, um, so there's that. And also the confirmation that Harrison Ford, who replaced William Hurt, will become the Red Hulk, but that the Red Hulk will die at the end of the movie, since he is confirmed to not be appearing in Thunderbolts as well. So, yeah, guys, what's the point of having him, for Christ's sakes? Like, come on, Harrison Ford's just a, like, he's just like, you know, I'm just doing this for a friend. Oh, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, all right, bye. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he's you know, too old, too. Yeah, That's he's true. too yeah. old. And, and to be honest, old. and to be honest, it was probably him that said, "I will only be in this movie if you kill me in the end." Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's like, I'm pretty sure that's the. Th I'm pretty sure that's the contract he signs. Is that like I'm only coming in for this one movie? I don't yeah, care what you do after cool. the fact, but I'm only coming in for this one. It was the same now, with Star Indiana Wars. Jones. Let's just kill him off and see how that shit plays out. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> true. No, but they couldn't do that. They had to pussy out and be like, "Oh, he's just gonna reunite with Marion again." <laughs> and Shia LaBeouf's dead. Yes, and Shia yes, LaBeouf's dead. You bring out Indiana Jones in modern day, I'd be like, hey, my brother, you can't pull that whip out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you got going on, brother? <laughs> <laughs> what you got going on, brother? There's a reason why they had that shit taking place in the, what was it, the, the 60s was when the most recent one taken? They, they cannot mm -hmm. have Indiana Jones in modern day. It would not work. No, it would not work. Hold on, what's going on? Not at all. Like, Meanwhile, that know. movie's got an Oscar nomination for original score because the Oscars oh, love John Williams too much. But yeah, oh man, Mark Ruffalo, man, he is just like the he has just become like the best Marvel PR person ever. From accidentally spoiling movie details in movies to not knowing what movies he's in, he's kind of turning into Gwyneth Paltrow in that sense. Where Gwyneth Paltrow half the time would show up and shoot scenes for Marvel movies and then just leave because it would be like one scene and then she wouldn't even know what movie it was because it was she was like in Spider Man, she was in Infinity War, she was in Endgame. I don't even know what movies um she's like I don't even know what movie I'm in right now but that's really bad like if you're a paid actor like big bucks and they don't even, you don't even know what movie you film in come on bro yeah <laughs> Yeah, and like, I, and like I said, the plot for Brave New World seemed to revolve around, again, there's there's a, a, a still a political conflict going on around, um, what's it called? Around the Tiamat Island as well. Uh, Valentina, which is, uh, you know, Madame Hydra, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character, will be in that. And like I said, it revolves around uh, Sam, 
uh, I believe will be no longer combating the Serpent Society, or I, I think they're they're replacing the villains uh, because of how badly it test screened. And I believe that it is going to be revolved heavily around assembling new Avengers. Letitia Wright's uh, Shuri will be playing, from what I heard, a big part in that as the new Black Panther. And the rumors that they're also going to bring in Ant Man, uh, Shang Chi. And I forgot who else and possibly Captain Marvel for the new members of the official team of Avengers because we really haven't had an official team of Avengers in about five years now, which is kind of crazy when you think about that. Um, yeah, and then as well, tying into Blade, the fact that they've officially confirmed that Midnight Suns is happening. So you can assume that that will also include some of the, you know, supernatural figures besides Blade, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange. They are planning on bringing back Wanda and giving her her own movie as well. The Werewolf by Night character. Uh, if they bring back Ghost Rider, I would assume that he would be a part of this team. Uh, Man Thing as well. Also, I believe that there were certain iterations of Midnight Suns that involved the Punisher as well, but I don't think that that will yep. actually happen. Yep. Mm. Um, so my, my question with making a Midnight Suns movie, like if we all we're all nerds, we can all agree with this. Like we yeah, know all I the characters. Who, we we all know who's in the Midnight Suns. But if you take someone who hasn't seen the Disney Plus shows or not in a comic book culture, how are you going to get them to go see? This? Yeah, yeah, exactly. they'd be like their first thing. Like, what the hell are these people? Like, what's a Midnight Sun? Like, people, did you know there's a video game for Midnight Sun? I did not. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's a like a th um. I think it's a turn-based game. Turn-based action yeah. card turn-based game. Yeah, it's like you're not going to get the casual people to go see Midnight Suns. Like, you'll probably – you just slap Marvel on it. People will still see it. But, like, still, like, I don't think it's going to be like, man. Yeah, I, I, I think what the, what they are also thinking, and I think in terms of business, they they need some smaller movies because they can be continuing making movies that cost 200, 300 million. So I think that's the thing. Like, they, well, they know the – to do the yeah, TV shows, not to cut you off, but I think that was the point of doing the TV shows when they realized that, like, not the pandemic anymore, and people are not going to just sit down and watch a TV show. Yeah, exactly. So what I think they need to yeah. translate that to is to create, like, for example, like, Madam Web was shit, but it cost $80 million. So the thing is, if you can make an $80 million movie that has the Marvel logo and has like a little bit of attraction, they can make 300, 400 million out of it. And it's going to be possible. Right. And I think that's and, and the they thing. Get, and, they get free advertising with, and they get free advertising with memes of Sydney Sweeney and fucking skimpy uh, black outfits, you know, like free yeah, advertising. For example, a Blade. If you do a Blade movie with 80 million, you like the, the first Blade, I don't know how much it cost. It was like 80 million. Like, so, so, and you can make a movie like that and you can bring a lot of people in. Uh, it was the same thing with Deadpool. The first Deadpool wasn't that expensive. So right. if you can make like these smaller action movies, and I think Midnight Suns is a bit that, like you can bring more of a smaller scale thing. And I think that's what Marvel wants to do also with Spider-Man, because if you keep making always this big, big, it, it, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, it gets to a point that like every fucking movie is going to cost 300, 400 million and they, yeah, they know that they can keep doing that. They can Spider-Man has so much content to do street levels exactly. of. And I think that's I think that's low-key what they wanted to do with Spider-Man, like Marvel-wise, is to keep him street level, then yeah. bring him up to like spaceship. Because like, yo, how is that we almost have four movies and we have not fucking seen Sandman yet? Spider-Man exactly. versus Sinister Sinister Six. I feel so bad. I love the uh Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. And I grew up Tom Holland. I grew up uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And I really think that we were about to get something great with Andrew Garfield Spider Man as going against the Sinister Six. And I was like, "Yo, you have all this time now. 
give Tom Holland a Sinister Six fight, dude. Like, I mean, well, didn't they already? Wasn't that the point of No Way Home? No, No yeah. Way Home is just fan service. It's just fan service, but like, give him a real Sinister Six fight. Like, you have all these street level fucking villains, dude. Like, and well, Spider Man. Yeah, but that's, but that's the problem. But yeah. Marvel can't do that because it doesn't belong to them, it belongs to Sony, Sony and Sony. Yeah doesn't want to spend that on one movie if they can make a Morbius movie, a Venom movie, this movie, and this movie. And this is the thing. They thought they were going to make... Like, when they did Venom, no one like no one was expecting right. the amount of money that they it did. They treated that as a joke, and then it blew up. 600,000 yeah. opening weekend. Like, and, yeah, and, and that, was, that, that was the thing. Like, no one, even with all the bad press, and I think that, that was the thing. They thought, oh, it doesn't matter what critics say. This is going to work. They make a lot of money. So imagine if they could replicate that with Craven and all this. It would be a money machine for Sony. The problem is, and this is why I keep saying, it's it's not about, I don't think even it's about the character. I think mm -hmm. any character can make a, new, a good movie if you put someone behind the camera that loves the fucking character and understands the character. And, and that is the thing. They're not picking up, like I said, you pick up shit people that never did read you, the comic books that don't write you, you literally get yeah, oh yeah the, the video montage of like all of the creators the writers, involved and all like, the recent marvel shows all saying like, that they were told to not read the comics not to read source material that's the problem which is like, yeah, insane problem. to me how are you going to work on on shows and ip that's based on comic books and not read the comic books like well, i'll i'll use an example of this oh before by the way uh the original blade movie uh, its budget was 45 million dollars and it went on to make 131.2 million dollars yeah. so yeah, but i'll use an example of like if you're the dude so bumblebee i like bumblebee i think it's one of the better transformers movie yeah. travis knight grew up watching the original movies and the show and he yeah. he went up to paramount and he said hey how about we just use the regular gen one design so they go wait yeah. what and then that opening scene of Cybertron, this that was from movie Best where that whole movie, by the way, you compare someone like Bay, who was just like, yeah, you know, I want to make disaster. We literally movie. called these movies yeah. stupid kid movies, and then just yeah, disaster movies. But I they, still love yeah. those movies, but I can't, but I can't, I can't back off with all honesty. But you have Travis Knight who did Bumblebee, and it felt like a legit love letter to the original '80s one, and even to an extension with Rise of the Beast. And, yeah, which because you know, Stephen Cable Jr. talked about being a big fan of G One as well. Yeah, even like Rise of the Beast not being like exactly Beast Wars when we wanted, it still was respectful to the sort of like we got Gen One Optimus, so like that's good. But then when you have Marvel, like yeah, don't read the comics. Like why would I? Read? I think yeah. if I'm like, yeah, Drew Goddard but, read the comics for needed Daredevil, but so it like, shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but but the thing is, then, like, for example, Bumblebee made no fucking money, and the Bay movies make money. So this is the this is our well, that's problem. The, well, too. that, as far as that goes, Bay had already established himself as, like, kind of the, the driving force behind those movies. Like, unfortunately, the unfortunate thing about that is that Transformers, the brand, it kind of becomes synonymous with Bay's brand. So any deviation from that, it was going to take time to rebuild that up. Yeah, but, but what I mean with this is also, like, the problem is the people that go to the cinema and buy tickets... Mm -hmm. uh, they, most of them never read the comic books. And I think this is the problem that sometimes Marvel thinks, look, uh, we don't need them to read the comic books because most of the people that will see it won't. And maybe they'll just create something just for geeks and whatever. But the problem is, I my problem is not even like reading the books to make it exactly the same, but is at least to understand what makes these characters tick. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't care if they change the outfit. I don't care if they change... Like even like the the race of the character, I don't have a problem with that. But the problem is when they change 
the reason that that character exists. When, when, for example, people were talking about Magneto and let's make Magneto like uh, black, the problem is like then you have to change all the backstory because it was like a Jew being prosecuted. So, so that's the thing. I don't care if they change that, but then they have to like the reasons he's doing that still need to be there like he needs to have the backstory that kind of makes those characters and this is what most like of these people don't understand when they're making these movies they don't understand like, like madam web with that shit of like with great responsibility what was it like oh god i heard that line and i was like you yeah, gotta change the life around like with, with with great when you get responsibility oh no they did a spin on the line and that just shows that like they don't understand what i heard that shit is. and i was like yeah i have never i have never seen this fucking movie absolutely yeah, not exactly so so this is the thing like it's the same with fantastic four if they forget that they're supposed to be a family and that's the whole point of that fucking like book is like they are a family and if they forget that then they make it like whatever yeah. like the last Fantastic Four was right, and then, uh, and then Incredibles, and, and then Incredibles still remains the best Fantastic Four movie. Hey <laughs> yeah. man, if you're doing Magneto's black, Magneto was a slave. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's yeah, honestly, I mean. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but, that, but that's what I mean. But yeah, then, like you, this you, is the. But then you can't put it in like Magneto being in 2000. That that yeah. is the thing. Like when you change these things, he has to make logic. Like mm -hmm. he, even Magneto today, he doesn't make a lot of logic. That he right. was if he was like, a kid during the Holocaust, world. he would be like over a hundred years old right now. Exactly. But this is what they but don't the like. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, not 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 to, not to make light of this, but I'm just thinking of the scene, the opening scene from the first X Men, and then from First Class with the black and white thing. But he's just black, and he's just standing out, and he's yeah. the only one there, completely inexplicably so. Because no one Marvel, Marvel today and Disney today, they would do some dumb shit like that. Yeah. They like, absolutely would. I you get cast with Magneto was black guy. Got to be Denzel. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Else? Who else uh, could but, it be? I, I get where Yolo's coming from because it's like, I feel like with any character, like looking at like, I'll even say like Spider-Man, like when Miles Morales got introduced to Spider-Man, people were like complaining about it. It's like, oh, why are you going to do this and that and everything? But like, they kind of kept the same, like the same right. thing that made Peter Parker work and right, but they exactly. made it you unique. So I feel like with any character, you can do that, just make it unique. But the yeah. problem I think what Marvel does is that they just take the characters and be like, we're just going to rewrite it to just have them be, oh, they're the finding trait is that they're different from the original source. They're like, they, 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 I don't know if you guys felt this too, but they felt like that they were doing that with Ironheart when it was the mm -hmm. black man. Yeah. I was like, cause there was like, oh, I'm just, I have a suit that's like Iron Man, but I'm, I'm like Iron Man, but better. I'm like, uh, uh. and and then that, that, that bull, I'm like, you call that bullshit a suit that looks like a fucking ladybug helmet. Like what the well, hell? No, we're that? talking about like when the comic came out for Ironheart, like yeah, yeah. there's so much controversy because like literally it was being posed as like, she's Iron Man, but better. like, you know, but like without taking the story of Tony Stark, which is still controversial, but you know, it, it just yeah. it, it gave Ironheart no chance to like come out yeah. and like be good at all. Yeah, and then Miss Marvel, I know, is also a character that's been criticized like since she was like first created. Because uh, the, the whole basis for a character, but like I don't know, Miss Marvel, I thought was kind of harmless because it's like she's just an Avengers fanboy. It's just the the the, the character, the actress that they got playing her for the uh, show is just no. Like, she's an inhuman. I love Miss Marvel. Thing. I don't care what you guys. I like her. Yeah, she I was. I think she's. I think she's the perfect cast for that. 
She was movie. the best part in the second Marvels movie because I kind of like her energy. Like mm-hmm. she kind of like she's like us. She's the fan. Yeah. She's the fan of the MCU just playing in the role. And like you know, even like in the Avengers yeah. game, I liked her character and everything. Like I think she can work. I, I, I will just, say, at an hour and a half, the movie went by fast, and we got Kelsey Grammer <laughs> back as Beast. That That's about what I could say for it. Guys, like I said, we're almost done. There's just one more thing that I wanted to run by you, like I said, which was the fact that they have been really trying to promote Armor Wars, like really, really trying to heavily promote it, and I can't think of a more pointless movie that Marvel could be doing right now. Like, I understand the whole reasoning as far as every all the other movies in the content that they're doing, but like Armor Wars, I'm like, I get it. You're first of all, they've they've had a gaping Iron Man problem since they killed off Downey, right? Or, or since, since they removed Downey from the MCU, they're like, okay, like who are we who are we gonna be? Like who is gonna be the new Iron Man? Is it gonna be Spider Man? Is it gonna be Ironheart? Is it gonna be War Machine? Like who is it? So they've had a gaping Iron Man problem since they since they killed off Tony Stark, and so I feel like Armor Wars, which was originally supposed to be a show and yeah. has now been reformatted as a movie is this thing of where they're setting up Rhodey basically as the new Iron Man officially, if, if, you know, if, if, finally fucking doing the full circle thing to Terrence Howard, which, uh, you know, all the way back, which again, golden, missed the golden opportunity to bring him Next back. Time, Next His time, baby. Next time, baby. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. No, I like, with Armor Wars, like, just it's knowing. Yeah, yeah, just know it's, it, it's, knowing. It's another Black Widow. It's way too late. Knowing it's it was a TV show first and now it's a movie, I'm just thinking like that's just a disaster waiting to happen because right. like that just doesn't like a story like that. I feel like would work better for a TV show, but if you're gonna stretch this out to like a 90 minute movie or like a two hour movie, like what are we gonna talk? Like what are you gonna do? Like right, who's exactly. gonna fight? And, and unlike, I, I, I still think we have potential, especially now that Sam Rockwell will be back. Right, that's the biggest thing is that the yeah, they and I think he was what completely if... unused. Yeah, and the other thing is Ultron. What I still think he was really badly like. There's still a lot of potential there to use Ultron. So if it's a way to bring Ultron back and make it, and maybe even make him like because which would in be Secret cool because Ultron's like the like Freddy like Krueger of in, the MCU almost basically where he's like you can never really kill him because he's an AI like that's what's so cool and that's how like when they yeah. got rid of him at the end of Age of Ultron and, and just how fucking awesome Spader was that part of Sp- Ultron's still like top five MCU villains for me I fucking like most underrated villain of the MCU Avengers too. I can always rewatch that movie exactly yeah exactly so I think if they bring Ultron and then they can use Ultron on like uh Secret Wars because like in the comic books he also right he also has like a, an interesting role. So if you can bring him there, and I I think like look in the end of the day like like I said whoever doesn't want to watch this movie just don't mm-hmm. fucking watch it. There's a lot of people, yeah, but that's the problem. Oh, I'm it's gonna the watch M- it. I'm that's gonna the watch problem. It. It's the MCU and superheroes. The the MCU specifically sells a foothold over people. Now the good thing is that people are finally, especially after last year when like I said with the exception of two movies, every single superhero movie bombed and underperformed the good thing is that people are starting finally starting to become sick of superhero movies in general and just how many of them that we get and how many of them are usually mediocre and underwhelming and so well, people are finally starting to respond to that that but, makes me, I, I don't know i i don't makes, think that is the thing like look it, if you look at the top 20 most watched movies of last year most of them are there what i keep saying is look we keep expecting these movies to make a billion dollars and they're not going to make it because there's fucking mm-hmm. Netflix. There's fucking everything. People are not going to the cinema. People don't even have money to pay rent. They're not going to pay fucking like cinema money. That That is the thing. Like we need to kind of look 
at like the box office of last year, see how many movies passed a billion. And it was very specific movies that was a one-off. And, but like they were still all there. Like we still had Guardians of the Galaxy there. We still had like even Ant-Man is on the top 20 of the movies that made more money. So like we just can't expect these movies to make a billion dollars every time. So that's why they need to kind of lower the price tag on these movies. Because there's still, I don't think people are fed up. Like, I I went to the cinema the other day to watch what I can't even remember, but it was just me and my daughter on it. Like, uh, when we compared the, like most movies to superhero movies, that's still the ones that fill up the the rooms. the The other ones mm-hmm. are like I went to watch Poor Things, and it was me and my daughter. It's a fucking Oscar-nominated movie with like, and people still don't go and see it because they'll think, oh, I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix or whatever. So this is the thing: cinema will need to change. The ticket prices need to change. All that, yeah, all mm-hmm. that needs to change because I don't think f- people are fed up of superior movies. They still go and see them, and they still go and see these like stupid movies that we all like. Kong, Kong and Godzilla looks fucking ridiculous. We'll exactly. get people. I'm watching. Can't I wait. can't wait for I'm that. I'm watching the opening weekend. I'm watching that opening weekend. I'm seeing yes. Kong with his Infinity exactly. Gauntlet. Beat the shit out of Scar King. This shit's yes. And Big monkey versus I mean. giant lizard. Yes. <laughs> those, those are the movies that still get people to think, well, if I'm going to spend money, I'm going to spend on something that at home is not going to give the same experience. But still, it's going to be less people. It's not going to make a billion. It's not going to make like Godzilla probably like make 400 500 even like the last Transformers it was a hit and it still made what 400 500 million so it didn't make any money at all it barely made it barely made its budget I don't I think, think it broke even yeah no, yeah but like no like I agree with Yolo because like then another thing that adds to that is like there's actually there was a couple good superhero movies last year like you know I love Guardians I thought Blue Beetle was severely underrated I, I did Blue like Beetle. Blue Beetle and and like, Guardians did perform well Guardians performed at like eight hundred million so Guardians so, three did come through looking yeah, at Guardians the did well yes that did very well looking at the box office last year the two billion dollar movies were Barbie and Super Mario Brothers while Oppenheimer yeah, was number Oppenheimer three was like right and there like, too. There's three superhero movies, or there's two superhero movies in the top ten. It's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and Guardians of the Galaxy it's 3. Guardians but the Galaxy, like, yeah. You know, The Flash and everything. But, like, you know, I just... It is mostly, like, you have to really think about, like, you gotta... We have to temper these expectations because we gotta realize, like... Like, I know people are like, yeah, Deadpool 3 is gonna save the MCU. I'm like, I mean, could it? Like, I don't know if it will. I think it'll just be... It'll be fun because we haven't had Deadpool in, like, years in theaters, but, like... You know, I'm still going to watch it, but, like, is that going to be, like, I don't know if it's going to save the MCU, but I think it's going to be a good, because I it's think with the Marvel. It doesn't need saving. Like, yeah, no. Talking, like, the MCU needs saving. Like, Jesus Christ, look at the <laughs> amount of money that they still make. And it's like, yeah, they had a couple of ones that didn't, even Ant-Man, how much Ant-Man did, 400 and something million. Again, the problem is in the price tag. This is what, like, I, I think there's a huge problem in Hollywood. Someone is stealing. First of all, I do not, I do not believe that these movies cost what they say they cost. Oh no! Because, well, we all know that there's plenty of that. that, that there's yeah, plenty because of if you go and see Godzilla, if you go and see Godzilla minus one, how did how did they do that movie with the amount of money that supposedly? And they like, even said that they had less money than what was listed. 
so so how do they make that movie and then like a Godzilla movie gets made in America and all of a sudden it costs six times the same like the creator like the creator cost 80 million if you saw that movie how did that movie cost 80 million like and then you have a movie that looks way worse and they say oh it cost 200 so first yeah. of all i don't think they like they cost the amount of money they they like they put that because then they can say less profits they can pay less to the creators whatever so I, I think that the problem is in the price tags of these movies. As soon as you see these movies, like it, it, it's it's crazy. The new Ghostbusters, it's 180 million. Like the amount of money that you have to make to make that movie profitable, there's no point. Just like, so I think they need to do like smaller stories or something like that well, because it's not gonna. Thing with that too is like, even an example like Godzilla minus one, that movie is like fucking awesome. And apparently yeah. reportedly that budget is small. And even the director said, I'm not going to tell you guys what the real budget is, but what it's projected at is that that movie had a budget ranging between 10 to $15 million. And that yes, made like a hundred million dollars. And it like just taking that small budget like that, it's like, you know, it'd be like, just, or don't even, don't even say the, what the budget was. Just, just make the movie and just be like, Oh, maybe, Hey, this costs this much. Or like, you know, Films like that that had a small, like obviously minus one, that was a very tiny budget, but like mm -hmm. they were able to make something great with it. You like you can do that. You don't have to put all this money into the movie. They'll be like, you know, make this epic. No, just no, that's small. the thing. You need to be clever in how you use the budget because, the, like for example, I think Jaws is the best best example for that because they didn't add enough budget. They had to almost never show the shark, and that makes the movie way better. So I think that is the thing. The problem with all these fucking superhero movies is it's it's like the the Fast and the Furious. Like, they, they are always, every movie that comes out, they need to top the last one. So this is why mm -hmm. we have cars in space now, because how the <laughs> hell are you going to top the last one? At this it, point, Fast and Furious is just a precursor to Power Rangers Turbo. Literally, literally, <laughs> literally. Shift in the turbo. Like, yo, I'm just waiting for Dom to pull out a fucking morph morpher at this point. <laughs> no, it's Please like, let that well, it, it was Jurassic Park. They were talking about doing a thing. With oh, Jurassic my God. I have I'm a cannon. I'm so mad we didn't get that. Transformers and Fast Furious to crossover, and they have to team up to take that Megatron. And then Dom's like, we know what it's like to have a family, Optimus. We don't worry. The first rule of the streets is the streets always run. It just I want that crossover. First is gonna be G.I. Joe with uh, first is gonna be G.I. Joe with Transformers. I mean yeah, yeah, right, you know. Velociraptors yeah. racing with the moon base, lasers on their back, just get it all up a Kung Fury up in But here. the thing is though, we got that like very long time ago with the G1 series, like yeah. G.I. Joe and so that's just like a, a childhood coming true, like live action. So remember what if there's a timeline where we had the crossover with the Bay vs. Transformers films and the Channing Tatum G.I. Joe oh, movie? Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure that almost happened. I'm I pretty like sure first... that almost happened. I feel like, I like... that could have happened. That easily could have happened. could have. Yeah. I like the second one better than the first G.I. Joe movie. I don't hate the first one. I actually remember having a lot of fun with that. The second the one, second I remember being kind of all over the place. It's The Rock. The Rock just makes everything terrible. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It really does. It really yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Outside of wrestling, the rock makes oh, no, everything he, terrible. Oh uh, no, he's doing the same thing. No, he's the, game. Well, you know, if the real story isn't like it, I feel like if you don't know the real story of Pain and Gain, it's funny. But when you read it, you're like, yeah, no, this. I shouldn't be laughing at laughing at this. This is actually fucking terrible.
Like I remember when I was, I was yeah, a kid, the I thought movie, the movie was fun. Yeah, the movie it's, was fun. It's funny. But, yeah, but the but thing that like, I think everybody missed about that movie is that, like, yeah, the movie is is like kind of like Goodfellas. It's making fun of how dumb these guys are that they thought they would actually get away with it. You know, and it's like it's it's excessive as all of his movies are, but I think it's excessive done with purpose. Jumanji wasn't bad too. The Rock isn't. Uh, uh, I like Jumanji. Oh no, I'm like not a fan not of those bad. movies. I was never really a big fan of Jumanji, so I didn't really care. But uh, Baywatch. Uh, what what what's uh skyscraper no, rampage? I watched I watched Baywatch two days ago with my oh, daughter. Oh god. Oh and god. We Had she both, seen it before? Yeah, she saw it before. And we were watching, and I'm gonna tell you like it's the most stupid movie. <laughs> it's we so were dumb, still laughing. Yeah. I, I, we were still laughing. I don't know if we were laughing at it or with it, but it is still like so stupid, like Zach Efron <laughs> and him. They really have good chemistries, and we were having fun. So, like, that, that, and that's what the movie is supposed to be. Yeah, so, I did hear that the movie did get like a little unfair. Like, people were was, very, very harsh on it when it, it came was out. funny because they pointed out the fact of being like, "Yo, we why are we doing this? Like, we're just lifeguards. Like, we should just call yes, the cops. That, like, that, that's that, the that's funny." That is that is the thing. My my daughter was watching and she was saying, and I like I she was saying this really has the vibes of 21 Jump Street, the movies. And mm-hmm. and it does. It's it keeps the whole movie making fun. Like the, there's a part that they say, Oh, this sounds like a really weird TV show that with stories that make no sense. <laughs> and and that is the thing, it's just like, oh, but I don't know. Like we watched that just after we watched the uh, Iron Claw. So oh wow, saw, oh, nice little Zac Efron back to back double feature. I would have watched Grad Bad, uh, Bad Grandpa instead. Oh, <laughs> God. no! You can watch um about my father out mm, on DVD too. and digital now. Yeah. No, I feel like with Baywatch, people were expecting way too much from Bay, like the original Baywatch series. So yeah. they were just expecting that. So a lot of people were harsh on that movie for no reason, but I laughed my ass off and I was like, this yeah, is too funny. I, I, I didn't end up watching it, but in hindsight, I'm yeah. glad I'm sad that I saw Pirates of the Caribbean five over that movie. Oh, that movie was Jesus. dog shit. That hey, was don't worry, we're getting actual the dog too, shit. So you can never read They're not doing that. They're not making that movie. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, it's not, real. They, it's real. It's real. Yeah, totally real. They will make it. Look, look. In the end of the day, it's what I said. They know that if they put some something like that out, they're gonna make money, and that's and that's the thing. And, and and this is what I tell people: like, if you the owner of like Pirates of of the Caribbean IP, you're not gonna like say, oh, like just let's just sit, leave it in a in a draw because we don't have any good idea to. No, people like it. Money talks. And and they're gonna make it for sure. And Johnny Depp is pro- gonna be back on it. You can. Well, they're gonna make it with Johnny Depp. I'm saying they're not gonna make the all female Pirates of the Caribbean because they because they need Johnny know. Depp back in some capacity. Well, guys, as much as I would love to stay up all night talking movies with you guys, because again, this just shows like I I need to put this team together more often for, for really just anything comic book related, and then just to talk about movies because the man that this is a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun, but unfortunately. We got to get going and it, it's getting late. But with that being said, guys, it's that 730. Was, what are you talking about? Shut up. It's it's 11 <laughs> o'clock here. Shut up. 
10, um, 10, 10 to 4 in the morning in my side. Exactly, exactly. We're coming at it from all different time zones right now. So with that being said, like I said, that was all the most recent Marvel updates. And I was probably roasting Madam Web for a little bit. Be sure to stay tuned to the social what media feeds. For the clips Go for and watch Madam Web. They'll tell people like just just for that last scene that we see those amazing glasses on Madam <laughs> Web. <laughs> she well, got the Bret Hart. She had the Bret Hart glasses. Like, <laughs> no, that, that, that looked like someone forgot that they needed the glasses and they made it on set. They just cut something out. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> hey man, I would have. They probably okay CG'd with them the on. I probably would have went okay with the you know the headband. Just yeah, right. Listen, the, the most accurate. The accurate Madam Web is still the 90s cartoon with Stanley's wife voicing her. Let yes. that late, you know. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So with that being said, Mac, thank you for once again coming on. Where can the good people follow you on the interwebs? You can follow me on my YouTube at Mac Movie Reviews or listen to our podcast at the MK Productions Podcast, wherever you're listening podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. And uh, yeah, if I'm getting lonely on a PlayStation, so you can add me on my username too. All right, sounds good. Jan Yolo, thank you once again for coming on, and once again, no again giving us your, you know, your your battered comic book knowledge, and for suffering through <laughs> Madam Web in order to come on a podcast with us. Where can the good people follow you on the interwebs? Yeah, so you can follow us on Instagram, Aniolo Movies Blog, and also Aniolo.com. and you can see um, my reviews with my daughter there, and uh, just follow our our pain into some of these movies like Madam Web. <laughs> exactly as we continue to trudge our way through the hellscape that is led 2024 starting into and Dontre Tarantino where can the good people follow you on the interwebs alright so boom uh, if you want to have a good time follow me on twitch at deblackiogaming.com um, and if you listen to good house music follow me at official wig mafia on instagram house music now volume one is out right now yes sir some so, yeah. fire tracks on there as well, for sure. And with that being said, of course, you can follow me at Movie Nerd Reviews, at Official Talking TV Podcast, across all platforms. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch. This episode will be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts tomorrow. And as always, people, 12 seasons in a short film and watch more fucking movies. We'll see you guys next week for Avatar Last Airbender live action. <laughs>